Hello, Nathan Foster here, and welcome once again to the Renovare Weekly Podcast. My guest this week is Giff Reed. Giff is one of the pastors at Red Door Church in Bloomington, Indiana. I came across Red Door Church as I was searching for uh, churches that have integrated the streams into their congregational life. And Red Door has listed it as some of their um, founding documents about who they want to be as a community in working with each one of the streams. To receive further information on the streams, uh, you can go to renovare.org and find plenty of information there. Uh, I think you'll enjoy what this actually has come to look like for them uh, as a congregation and how a leader can be helpful in giving an ecumenical view to congregational life. Uh, so enjoy. Uh, I came across your church um, and 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 saw that um, uh, you've got the the streams integrated into your yeah. your church. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Well, when we were planting the church, we started with three pastors and our wives, so six pastors, and mm-hmm. we were going on retreats and just talking about what do we want the foundation of this to be. And from day one, one of the biggest needs we saw for our community, at least, was to try and create a community where, to put it one way, all the faces of Jesus were mm-hmm. clearly shown mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. clearly as possibly. And Six Streams, my own experience in graduate school at Spring Arbor, uh, reading Streams of Living Water. Um, I remember reading that and being like, whoa, like I just, I get it. I, <laughs> I see it. Uh, and that creating a lot of clarity. So we all kind of came to the table and I think it was my brother-in-law who was one of the pastors um, said, we should use this six streams as kind of a model for how we want to uh, go into ministry Mm -hmm. and try and Mm -hmm. even on our website, there's a kind of cheesy graphic of a big table. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wasn't cheesy. I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. How do, how do we create space at the table Mm -hmm. for everyone? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that really started out and has become a pretty main thing for us. Okay. Uh, Particularly in in the world and the cultural climate that we're in today, Uh uh, creating a big table for people of differing passions and potentially even different uh, beliefs about Jesus. Okay. Uh, uh, that becomes really important. And so the streams have created that foundation and it's kind of an undercurrent, to be honest. It's not something that every week we get up and kind of identify, here's the stream we're right, going right. to wade in today. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, on a, upon closer examination, you can see it. You mm-hmm. can see them all happening with the goal being as clear a picture of Jesus mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. we can get. Uh, in our mortal bodies, you know. <laughs> right. No, that's a helpful point because it isn't. It isn't that we. Uh, I mean, you you could see the streams as different styles of worship or different ways in which people engage with God, but really, it's this kind of simply. I, I love that creating space for all the faces of Jesus and um, presenting this uh, to people. Um, how does it play out in your congregation? What does it What does it look like? I tend to think of people as having kind of a primary stream that they experience all the other streams through. Okay. So for me, 
uh, the incarnational stream is just huge. I see everything else through that. And so I see the spirit at work in that. I see, you know, virtue being grown as we incarnate Christ, you know, <laughs> and I think others do also. So we have people in our community that it's much more of a social justice stream. One week last year, when the refugee crisis was really picking up steam, mm -hmm. which is sad that it had to pick up, <laughs> that it had to show up on our radar in a sure. bigger way. But before all the controversy politically, we decided we have some people that were really passionate about that. They come from more of a Mennonite background, mm -hmm. uh, and they were just really passionate about this. So on Refugee Sunday last year, rather than have a sermon, the pr week's Prior, we ask people to sponsor uh, relief kits mm -hmm. an organization. And so instead of a sermon, I got up at the beginning and said, here's what we're going to do. There's different stations, group, break into groups of three to five people, mm -hmm. uh, gather what you need for a kit, pray over the box, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then stack it in the front. Okay. And this is your sermon. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a beautiful example of, I think, lots of things coming together at once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but that would be one example. I think a lot of the a lot of the time it plays out in much simpler ways. Okay, we've really, even in this last year or two, shifted a little bit and said we've always said we want to be people who empower others and say yes mm -hmm. to what we're passionate about. Um, we were a little guarded with that for the first couple of years, not knowing how the community would grow and not wanting to put ourselves in a situation where we were just out of control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now that we understand our identity as a church mm -hmm. a little bit better, uh, we've really shifted to say, we want to be people who say yes. We want to be leaders who say yes to you and empower, uh, empower you. And yeah. so if that looks like starting a prayer service once a week, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. we're actually just this week tonight, uh, we today we get possession of our first kind of space that's our own, so we won't be a pop up church every week. Mm -hmm. We're really hoping that that creates even more space for that to happen, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. for us to be able to say yes, for people to feel in, like there's some some place that can be home base. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think it happens in kind of small community driven ways, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and over the next season we all we have hopes of seeing it grow and probably be some more intentional ways but it's all around getting people together <laughs> getting people in in the presence of each other and learning each other's stories and mm -hmm. learning from mm -hmm. uh, learning from the experiences of each other yeah that's good that's good and so are there times where during the service or in your life together where different issues with the streams come up or you'll, okay, we're going to do this now and this is connected to that stream. On a Sunday morning, for example, the way that that plays out is still pretty under the surface. Part of the idea of creating a big table for us is trying to use language everybody can understand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and that doesn't mean shallow language okay. it just means common language mm -hmm. uh, i think that's one of some of the feedback that we've always gotten is you guys make me think <laughs> like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and for some people that makes 
our church unattractive. Sure. Uh, but you make me think, but at the same time, we're not using language that they feel, you know, they feel like they needed to take a course before they could understand it. And, <laughs> uh, that's one of the things that from the beginning, since uh, grad school for me, I've been really thinking about, you know, it doesn't, the idea that it doesn't devalue the streams mm-hmm. if we don't name it as that very often. Right, right. If it's happening, it's happening. Like, it doesn't, in the same way that a song could be very Christ-honoring and never mention Jesus, you know? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, on a typical Sunday, we have, you know, what we call our spiritual formation moment mm-hmm. that takes on different, that would be the most obvious point in our gathering. Okay. Where, okay, sometimes that means we're going to sit in silence for the next three minutes. Okay. Sometimes that means we're going to ask people to pray out or mm-hmm. we're going to pray about a specific issue in our world. And we're going to ask a few people that we know are really passionate about that to come lead us in that. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. times that's meant, oh, this, this college kid that comes to our church just wrote a really honest, raw poem about his own journey. He's going to come share that with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we have you know, my brother and his wife are, uh, do mission work in Africa. Mm-hmm. And so we're their home base. And when they come, we give them space to not only share, that's usually not in that moment, but when they get ready to leave again, you know, that's probably the more, uh, charismatic example of you know, <laughs> everybody in the church is up out of their seats, laying hands on them, mm-hmm. praying over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, what is somewhat typical of other evangelical churches, we have time for people to pray post post sermon. We, we come to the, uh, we have the Eucharist every week Mm -hmm. and we feel like that's really, really important and central to what allows us all to stay at the table. I mean, that is, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Christ that holds all things together. Not, not my, not my approval of the person next to me, even mm-hmm. I can, I can bless the person next to me in Christ. Yes. Even if I'm not totally sure about everything that they are doing currently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That is it safe to say gift that the, the streams then are something that, um, um, is it, is it on your mind as one of the leaders in the things you're doing? I mean, it's kind of in the background, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I would say it's it's on our minds when we zoom way out. Okay. Okay. You know, it's on our minds. Like, how does this get? Does this does this represent us? It, it still does, honestly. Um, there's you know streams of living water that's been really forming. There's a book, uh, Jesus Brand Spirituality, by okay. a guy named Ken Wilson. Uh, he identifies four great traditions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the streams have been the language that we use, but and when we zoom way out, we're saying, okay, where where does all this fit? Is there something that's greatly lacking? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are we missing? And you know, in this next season, we'd love to see the charismatic the charismatic stream be more fully represented. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I really like this. That I mean, I would agree with you that it doesn't it doesn't have to have the name to be happening. 
Right. Know, people don't have to go, oh, now we're, you know, practicing the uh, right. contemplative streams, you know. Um, right. But the idea I think I'm catching is that when when you as a leadership team take a, a big view, it's are we being balanced in terms of all the different um, gifts that God has to give the church uh, right. in these streams? Yeah, I think so. Uh, because we do all this, but then as leaders, we don't want to set up a system that denies ourselves the opportunity to continually be more fully formed also mm-hmm. because we create such create a system that's great for everybody else. But over time we're going to, you know, just our souls are going to suffer. Uh, and so we've been very intentional about pointing people to other churches who are better at some of the streams than we are currently. Okay. What based that? on re- so there's a there's an assembly of God's church in town that they do healing prayer rooms every okay. week. Okay. And we've just flat I mean we have people in our church that volunteer as people who pray for people uh-huh. for healing of uh-huh. whatever sort. And so when there're people that have those gifts or that passion and say you should connect with these people. They do this really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there's people that have come into our community that were like if you're open to it, we think this would be really beneficial for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then we've directed them that way. Wait a minute. You, you guys as pastors refer people to other churches to do things <laughs> that you guys aren't able to do? <laughs> I know. It's a crazy, crazy thing. You know, some of that was purely practical. Uh, we yeah. would love to have been, into a play, been in a place where we could duplicate. Because... Yep. Um, why would that be bad? It would be great if there were even more opportunities. No, that's beautiful though, because you're not holding tightly onto people, and you're acknowledging no. that there, there's, you know, as a body, there are things we are, do and don't do, and yeah, a resource that'd be real helpful to you. I love it. I love and it. for the most part, people go there and then they bring, they bring that gift back to the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, be it as people who all of a sudden want to pray for others. Yeah. Or be it as people who are just more fully healed themselves and can tell that story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's when the good stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, that's that's when it gets messy at times. Mm-hmm. You know, we have become a place that that seems to attract people who need to find refuge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, find the refuge of God, mm-hmm. and our community has become a place of that for a lot of people. For a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. Honestly, as much as I, the there's angst around, boy, this is really messy because mm-hmm. we're people. <laughs> uh, I really I wouldn't have it any other way. And I think, you know, kind of creating a big table where we, you know, metaphorically the streams or the legs of that table. Uh, I don't think anybody would necessarily name that as oh, I came to this church because of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think when when I have conversations with people, um, a lot of what they care about mm-hmm. and what they have found value in is not everybody's like me. Mm-hmm. I'm stretched. You, myself, and the other pastor uh, and then other leaders who teach for, um, aren't afraid to say we don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to say, ultimately, our lives are about wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At times, that's like a fight, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're angry. At times, that's like a father and son 
like I do with my sons, playfully wrestling on the floor out of affection for each other. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I like I like that picture that wrestling doesn't have to be bad. There's a playful wrestling and a Yeah. That's good. It it sounds like then as leaders being open and aware of all these different facets that God has um, worked with people throughout history and how can we give people the broadest experience in a, in a sort of orthodoxy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the hope, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's, that's the goal. Um, For us, it boils down to this deeply held and, and in a lot of ways, even growing conviction that um, God looks like Jesus. Yes. Yes. And any picture of God that doesn't look like Jesus. And so we need all the streams for that. Mm -hmm. We need uh, the word centered life. You know, we need the evangelical stream for that. We need the, we need all of them for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if it doesn't look like Jesus, then it, then it's not of God. Mm -hmm. Um, And particularly in the, in the world we live in today, you know, we're just convinced. What would it, what does it look like for a community to center ourselves on that? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. God looks like Jesus. Jesus uh, is our leader. Jesus is our king, mm-hmm. ultimately. Uh, frees us as leaders up to say, boy, we don't know, but let's, let's wrestle with God in that together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it frees us up to uh, experiment mm-hmm, and say, mm-hmm. We don't need to, we don't need to conform to the expectations of the church world around us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that has created a relatively small little community where new people come and some stick mm-hmm. and some don't, you know, we've been around about five years. So over the last couple of years, probably we've just found ourselves much more at home with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you, People start churches because they think they've got an idea that everybody's going to love. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, we've become more and more at home with this is who we are. And we'd rather be really good at who we, at the things we're really good at mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and try and do the best we can to put people in positions that are at, good at things other than us, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. be that within the church uh, or, in the larger community where we are. Mm-hmm. Something I, I like about this gift is, is that in a, in a sense, having a church that is practicing all the streams or open to all the streams, it doesn't have to be in your foundational documentation, but, right. but rather leaders who are tuned, aware, and um, knowing what's lacking and not being afraid to connect people to other resources, but then trying to grow in this balanced uh, vision. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the best we can trying to follow Jesus ourselves as much as we stumble through that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and create space for people to meet Jesus in a way they haven't. Mm -hmm. And so that that's true for my parents who are a part of our church Mm-hmm. to potentially meet Jesus in a way that they haven't. It's also new for my coworker who he and his now wife have been a part of our community for the last six months. And right when he started, he flat out just said to me, he's like, look, I grew up in church. We went to college, fell away. I'm a little older now. 
and I want to find out how important this is to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, beautiful. Like that's okay. Well, like this is the good stuff now. Like this is that's what we should be about. That's what the church is. And the only way that that happens, the only way that that language of Christ can work for someone like that is if all the streams, whether explicitly or not, whether they're all coming through in some way, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're going to, you know, there's going to be a piece, um, a part of Jesus that comes through one of the streams that's going to connect with him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for us, I think it, you know, one of the you know deepest foundations is we trust. We want to be people who trust other people with the Holy spirit. Mm. Like, like it is not our job to get everything, you know, move the pieces around on the game board of their life so that we think they look like they're in the right places. Mm. It's our job to help them position and posture themselves towards God mm-hmm. in a way that welcomes the spirit. And we get to walk up, walk with them in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to walk with us in that mm-hmm. as a community we get to do that and and see where that takes us. That's beautiful. I mean, there's the sense of, I mean, that's empowerment and, yeah. and requires humility to not manage people and not <laughs> be the, you know, the person driving the ship of sorts, but to let the spirit, give space for the spirit to work in people's lives. Yeah. Um, what would you say um, for um, other leaders or pastors who are interested in the streams and want to integrate that into their congregational life, would you have any advice for them? Starting off slow, I actually think, you know, someone who, who where the, the language of the streams would potentially be like, whoa, 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 where, <laughs> you know, where have we landed here? Uh-huh. Rather than kind of the shock of that, just start doing it. Uh-huh. Uh, in different ways, just start. Maybe that happens in your ga- in a gathering in a service where, hey, we're going to stop. We're going to incorporate these ancient prayers, mm-hmm. or we're going to have some moments of silence, or we're going to pray about uh, in an apolitical way. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to pray in a kingdom. We're going to pray in a kingdom uh, focused way about the stuff that is in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then just do it mm-hmm. and recognizing that Jesus was most offensive to insiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the hard, I mean, that's, that's still an area of kind of growth and at times even forgiveness in my own life of like, it doesn't have to be this way uh, in the church. You know, if someone gets up and prays in a kingdom centered, kingdom focused, spirit empowered way about so since we talked about it, the refugee mm-hmm. crisis in our world, mm-hmm. uh, that should not ruffle political feathers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What it will do is reveal, it will reveal for leaders and pastors, okay, how kingdom-centered are our people? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if they're only able to see that through the lens of policy, then it illuminates a much bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that social justice stream, just doing it, Mm-hmm. Uh, paired with you know others, uh, potentially opens the door to boy. We really need to talk about <laughs> we need to talk about what virtue looks like in our world. Mm, <laughs> we need to and holiness <laughs> and holiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's good. You know, if it is more explicit, something simple like okay, let's learn let's learn the language together through a 
series of sermons or a small group or, or whatever it is where you just walk through it with the main, like even on our church website, you know, under each stream, we have a little people, mm-hmm. you know, people who did this, you know, who seem to exemplify this. And Jesus is the first one <laughs> in every one of them. It's like, okay, if, if you have to quote unquote, kind of sell the idea to, uh, <laughs> to people, uh, sell it with Jesus. Right. Right. You know, don't sell don't sell it with Augustine or Saint or Paul mm. or Saint Francis or all these other people who we can get there. We can mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I, I love about the streams is they're just born out of the life of Jesus. And yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's kind of simple in a way that these are just right. diff, all things Jesus practiced and exemplified. Yeah, we just don't need we don't need. It, it, that's maybe one of the the greatest ills in our world or at least in our Western world today is this idea that the number of things we need to be whole seems to only be getting longer. The Mm. list only seems to be getting longer. Hmm. Uh, It's the next technology or the next app to organize all the other stuff or whatever it is. And I'm not, I'm going to buy a new iPhone this week. I'm not anti any of that, (laughs) but, uh, when it really boils down to it, either God really does look like Jesus, Jesus is God, and it's as simple as that, or we've got a whole different conversation we need to have, <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> and, and things get real messy real quick. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. At our church, even in the last four months, we've started using the phrase, we want to be a simple church in a complex world. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean we want to be simplistic mm-hmm. about our followership, but it means Jesus is at the center of everything we do. Mm-hmm. We want as full a picture of Jesus as we can get. Yeah. We need everybody for that. Mm-hmm. And then we get to we get to cheer each other on in the different streams that come most naturally mm-hmm. while being pulled forward into those streams and challenged by those streams. You know, mm-hmm. it all creates a, a pretty dynamic Man, there's stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Giff, for sharing your experiences and what you're working on there in oh. Bloomington, Indiana. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and thank you for your humility. I, I, I just, I love the presence you bring with that. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs>